Welcome back to Double Feature, the IDS film podcast where the powers that be let us in a podcast booth to bring you hot takes and maybe some lukewarm ones too. I'm Annie Aguiar. And I'm Chris Forrester. And today's double feature is Us. And no, I don't mean Annie and myself. I mean Us, the new film from Jordan Peele, the director of Get Out. So Annie, you just saw this movie last night. I did. What are your thoughts? I know some people cough, cough, my co-editor, Joseph Schroeder, were disappointed in the film and said it didn't quite, like, live up to get out and expected more from it. And I feel that that's the wrong way to approach this because it's not get out to, have you ever seen an allegory about race? Yeah. You know, it's a different kind of movie. And while I don't think it necessarily, like... I feel like Get Out is on a list of horror movies that like transcend the genre is the term everyone uses. This doesn't transcend the genre, but it's like the best of what it can be. And I yes, don't think, I, think every, I don't think every movie needs to break a boundary. Well, I think that's by design. And as someone who loves horror movies so much, I think part of the thrill of this film was seeing Jordan Peele really embrace the trappings of that genre. Um this movie, more so even than Get Out, I think really cements him as such a powerful image maker. Mm-hmm. There's so much like iconic imagery that he's created here, whether it be the red outfits that the doppelgangers wear or the scissors or some Can of... Can you imagine the Halloween costume? Some of the settings in the third act, um, the use of rabbits. Um, he must have been a fan of the favorite. <laughs> I was just about to say, you just like the favorite. Yeah. Gosh. But he really does create a very individualistic visual language with this that like I just I am such a fan of people coming up with their own images and not relying upon the like scares of the past yeah and I've never thought of just like a red jumpsuit (laughs) as necessarily a horror like vehicle or whatever but like he's creating these images that have the like I imagine this is what like audiences who saw Halloween for the first time thought when they saw that costume of just like wow that is a costume that's going to be like culturally notable for a while like that's the feeling you get you're watching cultural notability happen in front of you yes and it's so exciting that I loved it <laughs> this is a sophomore feature film and Jordan Peele is already such a like legendary filmmaker. I mean, this movie was promoted as Jordan Peele's Us. Yeah. You don't, I mean, you don't see that for a lot of veteran filmmakers. Yeah. But here it was, it made, what, 70 something million dollars opening weekend. And that's really exciting to see. And I think also um, the fact that he has the new Twilight Zone series coming out, he is so perfect for that. His mind is so creative and twisted and funny. And he's able to blend all of these genre elements so seamlessly into such a singular voice like this and get out so feel like these are jordan peele films yeah yeah i absolutely love him and he's such an interesting voice to be added to the conversation and i just love looking at like he went from making keanu yes to like this i love i loved key and peele like when it was on the air because like oh my god and it's it's so funny and so genuinely delightful to see like real meaningful lasting art 
being made by a dude who wrote something dumb that you liked. Yes. You know, it it kind of gives you hope of like, hey, if you're doing dumb stuff now, don't worry, you could You're still... going to be making like instantly iconic horror films well, soon. Well, maybe not that exactly, but you know, keep it up. <laughs> but yeah. Um I understand to some extent why people are dismayed with this. Um I think that on a screenwriting level, it is not quite up to snuff with Get Out where Get Out is so tight and thoughtful and everything plays into this central metaphor that he wants you to look at and that he the ideas that he wants to interrogate us is a little bit looser and it's a a provocative in a different way to where the sort of people who like their movies to be tight and explained and everything makes sense are not going to love it. I feel like the allegory the allegory is obviously still there but it's just a little harder to get at than in Get Out, you know? Yes. So it makes it a little less accessible for... It makes it more accessible in terms of, like, if you want, you could watch this movie and still have a good time and not have to reckon with any big ideas. Yeah. But I feel like people like media that makes them feel smart. Yes. And you definitely had that a lot more with Get Out than you do with Us. Yeah, I agree with that. But Us is... Oh, amazing. I think this is a film that's going to grow in its reputation over the years. And that's not to say that it's not already beloved. I mean, it has like a 90-something on Rotten Tomatoes. Almost everyone I know who's seen it has at least said this is a very good movie. Um, And I feel like there's universal appreciation for the craftsmanship and storytelling. But I think as people have more time to digest it and to think about the symbolism and ideas that he wants us to explore, the reputation is is just going to grow. Who are you? We are Americans. And there we have it. The worst line from the entire movie. That's that's the worst line. There are certainly moments, um, that one especially, that are a little bit too like ham-fisted where it's yeah. like you could have conveyed the same idea without that forceful like two-on-the-nose mm-hmm. screenwriting. Um, and there's another moment specifically for me that I'm still conflicted on in the third act where there's a big exposition dump that sort of lessens the mystery, even though that's this enigma. I have an interesting idea on that this that I'll explain after. enigma was like what had me so captivated by this film. Um, and I don't really like big exposition dumps, but I also think that that's so essential to cementing the ideas that he wants us to think about. Yeah. Um, and of course, Lupita Nyong'o's performance I was and delivery say, in this movie is so incredible and so like up far above anything else that most actresses in Hollywood have been doing. And the fact that she delivers it in her, in her scary doppelganger voice, it's fine. I was going to say, I think where this movie doesn't quite stand up to get out in terms of the screenplay, it like exceeds it in terms of performance. Like, oh, in terms of performance, in terms of craftsmanship. Yes, this movie is amazing. Like you already said, Lupita with her two voices and the other one. If you haven't watched the trailer, watch the trailer because it's legitimately terrifying. Yeah. Um, the reason that I was excited to see this movie, Winston Duke. <laughs> he is also fantastic. He does so well. He is so charming. Um, one of you my favorite. Immediately love him. Well, you immediately love every everyone yeah. in this movie, and that's so good because so many horror movies. I feel like the directors really struggle to make you care about the characters beyond just like, oh, I don't want them to die because they're people. But here, yeah. 
you love this family and you really want to see them okay. And at every moment when there's a threat facing them, you are on the edge of your seat. Yeah, I, oh, going into this movie, I was like, if the dad dies, I am going to be so upset. If any of them died, I was going to yeah, be so upset. Yeah, but like I, Winston Duke has a special spot in my heart because I just love that man. Oh, yeah. So much. Oh, yeah. But um, there's I, a moment with him on a bed um, and the question is, is he big or is the bed small? It's the next great debate of our time. As Joe texted me, Winston Duke, he's so big and handsome. So Joe did get the movie. Yes. But, okay, also amazing in this movie, Elizabeth Moss and Tim she, Heidecker. Um, so I saw this with a friend, Abby, who you know, and there's a specific scene with Elizabeth Moss being creepy putting on makeup, yeah. and Abby whispered in my ear, this is just how she puts on makeup every day, I feel like, and I snorted laughing in the theater. I adore Elizabeth Moss. Yes, you her know, performance is really, really good. You know I'm like a madman like fan forever so many so of good. the performance in this performances in this movie are so exceptional because they're not just like emotionally sophisticated like there's so much like like performance performance there's so much room for them to play with like different voices different yeah. accents and like physical aspects and like mannerisms and that's so exciting i hate when we just like quantify what makes a great performance by like like oh she really had such a good emotional range in this movie but like everyone in this movie truly has so much freedom to ex to use their entire bodies to be expressive and that's so exciting i feel that uh too often like good acting is just what's seen as most naturalistic yeah you know and with the villain performances in this movie oh my gosh they're the way they move is so unsettling it's amazing yeah and Ugh. and truly I think I will have to rewatch this movie to fully appreciate Lupita Nyong'o's performance because rethinking so many moments earlier on, there are so many little nuances in the way that she interacts with certain characters that are unexpected, but in hindsight are so powerful. Yeah, it's... Ugh, we're not going to get into spoilers because we respect the audience and trust you to see the movie, but oh my gosh, there's so much I want to talk about. There's so much that is planted early on and like sickeningly comes to fruition only later. And oh, I just adore it so much. Like And another thing, I know I mentioned already Jordan Peele as an image maker, but like visually in terms of the cinematography, this movie is amazing. Yes. There are so many images that are just stuck in my brain, not be, not even because they're specifically like so haunting, but just because they feel already iconic. The blue lighting in the opening scene with um, Lupita Nyong'o's character when she's a child mm -hmm. in the funhouse, amazing. The shot of her on the beach with the thunderstorm in the background, it felt so Stranger Things. Um, and I loved them walking along the beach with and their, their shadows. shadows. Like, that's a very, like, mm, okay, but it's so One perfect fun. shot, Twitter, get yeah, on it. Yeah. There are so many incredible shots. And I also feel like this movie has so many fun allusions to other horror movies. I mean, it's known that Jordan Peele is such a big genre enthusiast, which is yeah. why it's so special to see him getting into this and having such freedom. Um, but the like the music in the opening credits feels so Nightmare on Elm Street. And even one of the characters, um, the boy doppelganger, um, the burns on his face are so a tribute to Freddy Krueger. And oh, yeah. I, I love how much Jordan Peele wears his heart on his sleeve. And you can tell from watching this, 
all of the art that inspired him growing up and that developed his love of horror and now the fact that he gets to make this and contribute to that like growing culture the, the best genre movies are the ones made by the super big nerd fans of that genre oh yes yeah like this is so perfect and creepy and it's I know a lot of people are averse to seeing horror movies because, like, oh, I don't want to get scared. Like, this isn't, like, a jump scare type. No, I like, think this is... It's tension, it's suspense, it's, like... The, like, perfect, enjoyable horror movie and that there are so many great thrills, there are so many tense scenes, but you're not going to be scarred by any of the imagery. You're not going to lose sleep over it. It's just, like, ramped up on adrenaline, and it really, it flew by for me. And I think part of that is because of the narrative structure. Um, but really, it was like I could tell that it was about to end. And I fully thought we were only like an hour into the movie because it just is so well paced. I will say I had a interesting viewing experience because I was supposed to go with a friend, but he couldn't go. But I wanted to see it. So I just got on a bus and went to the movies by myself. Man sitting two seats over for me falls asleep in the middle of the movie. Couple rows behind me, people loudly talking throughout the movie. The soundtrack of this movie, both in terms of some of the needle drops, you've got some Janelle Monet that I, I love. Five on, five on it, which is used both as a needle drop and in the score later. Yes. Um, you've got some NWA, you've got some Beach <laughs> I Boys. I forgot about that. That's so That is good. one of the best gags. And oh. then you have the score, which for most of the movie, it was an effective, like, tense horror movie score. Yeah. But then that that sequence at the end with the remix of Five on it is so, yeah. so good. Yeah. There's some... Oh, my God. Everything about this is just so well done. And I want to watch it a million more times. Truly, I there's... I want to see all of the, like, little ties that I may have not seen. Like, it's... Ugh. There's something so thrilling about watching a movie and being able to tell that this is exactly the movie that the director set out to make. Yeah. And I think this movie, regardless of your mileage on some of the twists and some of the plot elements and some of the ideas that it's exploring, mm -hmm. is so completely the movie that Jordan Peele wanted to make. And it's so exciting that he has like the capacity to do that as an artist and also the creative freedom to do that. Yeah. Like, God, it's... He's... We're going to be seeing his works defining like our cultural canon for the next like oh yeah decades decades and it's it's going to be one of those things like the greats like Hitchcock or like Wes Craven yeah. where you know 30 years from now somebody will be like what's your favorite Jordan Peele movie yeah. and so many different people are going to have so many different answers and it's going to be like great choice so, like, like so are you like, the north by northwest guy are you the psycho guy are you the vertigo guy are you the us guy are you the get out guy that's so wonderful I'm so excited to see everything he does. I'm so isn't he married to Chelsea Peretti? I think so. But I love them. He's really just, and I love that. Ugh, not that the horror genre wasn't respectable before, but I love that like people are respecting genre work now. Yes, more and more. and more creators who are passionate about it are getting a chance to bring in their new ideas, and it's really blossoming in a way I feel like it hasn't in such a long time. Yeah. And Jordan Peele is certainly, like, spearheading that movement. And he is so perfect to be doing this because he does have that depth and understanding of drama and 
like tension and pacing but because he does have this comedic past like the funny moments are really funny they're so good and they're so well placed he knows just when to take you out of a tense sequence with the right joke to where it's not like i'm sad that you spoiled the tension there it's like you eased out of it so well there's a there's a kill count conversation that's the funniest thing ever and it's so like sweet I love this idea of this family fighting for survival, but they still, like, bicker. Yeah. You know? It's so perfect. Ugh, I love it. I'm very excited to read the screenplay because I'm a big screenplay reader because I'm the worst. Oh, yeah. But I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see this again um, and to just watch the conversation on it grow as more and more people see it and as more and more people bring new ideas to the table. And I'm so excited to see what he does next. Yeah. Oh, it's it's just an exciting time to like movies. Next up from Jordan oh. Peele. Get in and them. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> You're the worst. Podcast over. I if if <laughs> the IDS is hiring <laughs> would love a, a new, new co host. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't know what happened to Chris Forrester. Um, no, his, we his, know what happened to his Chris doppelganger Forrester. offed him. Oh boo. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Double Feature. I've been Chris Forrester. I am Annie Aguirre. And next week, we will be actually back with Weeaboo Week. Yes. We just were too excited about us to talk about anime this week. Bye.